Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Quantum Woman. I'm your host, Shamina Taylor. On today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about what it means to raise conscious children around wealth. Um, The reason why this episode got inspired was today I was on CBS um, and doing uh, a segment on kids in their mentality, starting kids in their money mentality and starting it at a really young age. And what do we do to help them create that money mindset? And it got me thinking about, you know, what, what kids are being taught and what we were taught growing up and how things are changing and how certain, you know, um, generations, especially the one my, my teens are in right now, um, they have a lot of instant gratification. There's a lot of things that come to them. And then there's the, um, the worry of them, you know, not having as much struggle as we did uh, growing up and whether or not they will grow up to be entitled and whether or not they'll actually know what the value of money is. My kids live a very, very, very um, fortunate life. They don't remember the struggle too much about, um, you know, how it was before, uh, you know, mom, mom started making bank And uh, they only know the luxury life right now. And part of what I teach, and this is with raising conscious children, is that you get to have it all. You know, you get to experience life. Money is energy and wealth is there. And a lot of, you know, society in the mainstream would say, well, you're not teaching your kids the value of money. And every time my people see how my kids live, they fly first class. We go to five-star, you know, resorts, they're eating out fine dining. My kids, I can see the difference when they're eating with other kids um, because they know what, you know, certain dining is. They know how to live. They know you know, certain things that you can see their friends have not been exposed to. And I see that because of how they're cultured and what they're exposed to. But my children are not um, unaware. I don't know if that's the word that, uh, you know, money is, uh, has to be, you know, created, right? But they they are aware that they get to have what they want. And there's a fine line of creating that and not having them be at um, um, an expectation that's um, beyond what's available. You know, uh, I do believe in dreaming really big. I let them believe in Santa Claus for a really long time. And Santa Claus is still real. And I let them dream because I feel one of the things that happens to many of the women I mentor and people that come into my world, myself included, is that we have to be realistic. You've got to, you know, not dream too big so you don't get disappointed. You know, if you can't figure it out, then it's not possible. And I try to rewire those beliefs and grown women who have been taught that because the truth of the matter is if you don't dream really big, if you don't have unrealistic dreams to other people, if you are only thinking in a realistic way, that's all that you'll achieve. And I do want to create this feeling of unstoppableness. Is that a word? Or, um, you know, you get to have it all with my children, but also at the same time, teaching them 
that there is an exchange of energy that happens when you work towards something. I don't feel like they have to have incestuous, hard, hard, hard work to gain money, right? Um, There's working smarter and there's working in a way that feels very fulfilling. You know, both of them know that uh, what I do, I love. And they also have just the assumption they're going to be entrepreneurs and run their own business. I come from a chain of entrepreneurs. I don't remember anybody uh, that my mother was an entrepreneur, my grandmother an entrepreneur, my great grandma is an entrepreneur. And I am, my daughter will be. It's just one of those things that they have just decided that that's how they're going to live their life. So I check in with them, you know, and I, what I do to keep things balanced somewhat is that I teach them the value of what money can do for us and not that money has power over us. Because growing up, things weren't that easy for myself. You know, my parents did have to work very hard, especially my mother. My mother, she put me through school and my brother's through school. She was the breadwinner in our family. And, um, you know, my mom, my mom, my mom is a, from the hustle culture, you know, like she worked really hard. And sometimes when kids are born into fortune, you see sometimes that they don't understand what it means to create wealth, right? Or they don't have a vision or they don't have a dream uh, because things come easy to them. So how do you create come easy, but still dream really big and have that feeling that um, there's room for expansion? You know, some things that Tony Robinson will say is that when you're hungry, you'll work, right? You'll go for it. When you burn the bridges, um, you know, you'll you'll only look one way. When, when there's no other option, you figure out what you're made of. And I feel like there is some truth to that. You know, I see a lot of women who are married and they have got, let's say their significant other is the breadwinner and, or the stable income earner. You'll see a woman not going all the way out because she's got that safety net. For me, when my safety net was pulled, it was like, okay, flip this switch on. It's time to go, right? And sometimes when we're in comfort, we don't know what it feels like to go beyond because we're in this comfortable place. So how do you create that with your kids? So, you know, my daughter loves shopping at Shein. I'm sure many of you have shopped there too, or your kids do. And what she'll do is she'll say, you know, I want to make a purchase and I'll say, okay, what do you want to do for it? So one of the things she'll just sit there and she'll negotiate with me. Okay, well, it's, you know, $150. I'm like, all right, let's figure out how you could earn $150 worth. So she'll sit and say, what can, what can I do around the house? I'll list a couple of things off for her that are not things that she should already be doing in the house. Cause I don't pay my kids for chores because they're a part of the household too. And they should be participating in there. And she'll say, okay, I'll, you know, like I'll wash the floors, let's say, or I'll, you know, do your laundry for, you know, two days, or I'll clean out the, the refrigerator or, you know, whatever it is. And then we can negotiate on a price and she'll sit there and she'll value what the negotiation is. Say, I say putting laundry away or something like my laundry and, and doing cleaning out a closet. She's like, I'll say a price, let's say $40. And she's like, Mm, that could take me like four hours. She's like, she'll say $45 and she'll sit and negotiate what she feels her value and her time is and what it's going to take. Sometimes she's negotiated things and she looked at me and she goes, I think I got the wrong end of the deal, but she learned next time she negotiated a little bit differently, but it also shows her that her time is valuable, but also that she can use her time to create wealth for herself and then have the reward of going to be able to purchase what she wants from Shein. So 
there's that way that you can work with your kids, you know, have them go, you know, do something with it's mow the lawn outside for the neighbors or, you know, shovel the snow or certain things like for neighbors and get an exchange for it. They can start learning certain things. Right. Um, I also have conversations with my kids about what appreciation means and what gratitude means and what, what things in their lives make them feel that way. So they're always connecting into the receiving of something, but what it actually makes them feel. We looked up what entitlement means and what that, um, what that really means and how they feel about it. Because what happens sometimes is that kids will get so much that they'll start losing the thrill or it just will never be enough. And they're always going to want more without understanding this, how it feels to celebrate what they do have and being grateful because gratitude is how we create more of what we have already. And, um, you know, with my kids, I, we have bank accounts for both of them and I put money aside for them. They put money in there for themselves, but it's also good to watch them see what expands in them. Putting them on a budget is not a bad idea either. You know, giving them money every week and having them say, well, this is what you've got. Go out there and you decide what you spend on it. It teaches them the value of how they're going to spend their funds and for what, what it is. But, but I also, I show them a life that I never experienced as a child so that they don't forget that it's available and out there for them as well. I want them to live bigger than me because why not? I don't feel like they need to be in a suffering state because all that's going to teach is like things have to come hard. If you listen to the podcast episode after this and you're a woman, you're going to relate to it because it's going to be about being taught if it didn't come hard, it wasn't worth it. And that is such a misnomer. And, but it's things that we were taught and most masculine women and women who are single moms like me, you know, thought that, you know, think that they have to teach that to their kids. And I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm teaching my kids in a conscious way. You know, my kids are very dedicated to their sport. So they're not lazy kids, right? They, my son gets up at 5am, goes and works out with his football team, goes to school all day, um, hits the gym after school. My daughter hits the gym after school. Um, they do their homework. They have friends. My son has a girlfriend, you know, they're, they're very involved in their lives and in their experiences, which I want them to have in this world. And my daughter was a competitive gymnast for nine years, which really taught her, you know, dedication. She was in it for three hours, three and a half hours every day. Imagine that after school doing that. That's, that's a lot for a child, but it also teaches her what she's made of. So there's other ways that kids could learn, um, to work for something, right. To work towards, um, and to expand their capacity and their capabilities of what they're made of, but having dedication and teaching kids, you know, the determination, um, is taught from example, when they see you doing it, they will do it. We were just on a vacation in Turks and Caicos, which is by the way, the most beautiful Island ever, but it is not an Island you go to if you are on a budget. Um, it is an island where you come to circulate your money <laughs> or circulate it on the island. And my daughter uh, went jet skiing and she rode ATVs and she's young still, but she wanted to do it. And I, we were on the ATV and I'm like, this little girl just like pulled out. It was a private tour on her own on this big honking machine. I'm sitting here going, I don't know if I could do this. And I have a motorcycle. I have a Harley. And she just zipped out wearing a little bikini top and shorts and, and had her little headlight on and she's riding over bumps. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, that's my little girl. Look at her. My son was standing up 
he's so confident and everything does. He's just that this masculine boy, young man, not even a boy, um, close to being a man, which I considering him a man, just taking the lead and, you know, always looking back to see, I was checking on his mom. Um, we went jet skiing and my daughter, same thing. I, she'd never been on one to drive by herself. I can't remember the last time I drove one. My son had been on a few and she just took off. I looked down, it was 70, 74. The machine said, which I believe it was kilometers. Cause they have this different metric system, which is still really fast. Right. And my son is whipping around waves and Sierra's right behind him doing the same thing. And I'm just like hanging on for dear life behind me, trying to keep up with these kids. There was two girls that were tandem behind us. And they're like, we were staying far away from you guys because you guys are a little crazy family. But I remember watching my daughter on the jet ski and I'm like, this girl can just go. And I I share this with you. And I'm like, she's such a badass, you know, I'll share this with you because it's like, there's other ways of teaching your kids um, expansion. And when you're raising conscious children, it's all about the expansion, right? Consciousness expands. The more we know, the more we have, the more we feel, the more we believe, the more confident we are, the more access to self we have, right? So my daughter, I'm in that moment, I'm like, she trusts herself so much. She's confident in herself. And I want my kids to have that confidence at a very young age. So they grow up to pursuing things, you know, being the the greatest that they can be and really just expanding on who they are as people. And to be honest with you, that is what you want. And then that will, that will lean, lead, uh, peel over into, um, their success and their, their wealth consciousness and what they create in their lives. And, and if we take the, you know, Money has to be the driving force for everything. Success has to be the driving force. You can see what your kids are made of with other things, you know, how they run their daily schedules, what kind of sports they're in, you know, how do they show up in their lives with their friends? I feel like that is super important. My kids have really good friends that shows their emotional intelligence and their uh, self-mastery because this is not taught. It's not just about making money, which was the metric growing up for me and my brother. We had a conversation today. It was all about what could you create and how successful you could be, but it didn't talk about your relationships. Um, and the whole purpose of why I'm sharing this is that, you know, when you raise conscious children and if you raise them in a way that they will learn who they are, money will just be another tool and another energy that they'll utilize in their lives. And they'll be able to access it with ease. They'll be able to understand that they can have it all because they're creating this you know, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, personality inside of who they are and learning what they're capable of and knowing that, yes, they can have it all because they're getting it all within first, you know, they're having this expansion within self first. So naturally the, the things in life will come to amplify what's already going on within them and not making them who they are. Because at the end of the day, money and things don't make us, they just amplify whatever we've got going on inside of us. You know, people always said like, did money change you? No, but it just helped me create more experiences and have a better life that I wanted, do things that I couldn't before, you know, add things in my business, expand more, you know, it's an amplifier if you allow it to be and not something that controls you. More to be said on this because I really feel like it's a very big topic. Um, 
that I want to share and speak about because I am raising conscious children and I am a conscious mother. And I feel like these, these children that we're raising are our future. And if you don't have children yet, or you don't want them, there's still probably um, little persons in your life that you can influence and affect. And um, it's a great conversation to have. If you enjoyed this, or if you want to hear more about this topic, let me know. Maybe you can go leave me a review and let me know. And I get some feedback or you can share this um, podcast with someone else that has children that they want to raise them in a conscious way. And it's going against mainstream, you know, it goes against the Dave Ramsey teachings about learning the value of this and like working hard and stay tuned for the next episode, because if you were raised thinking things had to be super hard, that's probably what's really um, blocking the creation of extraordinary wealth in your life. And when I really understood that, and I helped other women understand that they started working less and making more, having their highest cash months, really expanding into the joyfulness and beautifulness of life. So um, if you loved it, leave me a review. You can go to shaminataylor.com. You can download my wealth meditation. I have a book coming, come, coming out called the unlocking the quantum woman. It's an amazing book about creating your reality and calling it everything that you want. Um, you can go on the wait list. It's on my website and you can join my quantum woman group. It's on Facebook. Uh, thank you for tuning in and I appreciate you and your time and stay tuned for the next uh, episode. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.